Hello, and welcome to Benvio and Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Emily Schmelly. I'm the resident Spielberg uh, enthusiast, Justin Kizan. Yeah, I think we're going to get really loosey-goosey today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, um, let, let me stack, let me, let me tell you the odds mm-hmm. for me being able to stay on topic in today's episode, <laughs> which is about the 2005 film War of the Worlds. Uh-huh. Um, so just to get you and the listener into my headspace where I've been for the last couple days, mm-hmm. uh, I've had a real nasty cold. You can maybe hear it in my voice a little. Um, and I've, I've been in this cycle where I just, I, I go to work, I fight like hell to just remain upright all day because it's very difficult with this sickness. And then I go home and I just pass out and sleep for 12 hours and wake up not refreshed because that's how my cold has worked. Um... I came to a head on Sunday, when I, which was yesterday, uh, you know, we're in the time machine, recording versus release, uh, and, uh, and my boss took one look at me and she said, oh honey, go home. <laughs> uh, so then I spent all yesterday um, in, in, in the magical world of Hyrule, Justin, playing a little game called The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah. That was how I chose to recover, and let me tell you, with me sick loopy, and with all that Zelda on my brain, I don't know how the hell you're gonna ask me to focus on War of the Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm five kinds of out of it, and all I can think about is how great that game is and how I want to kiss every character. <laughs> because they're all beautiful. Uh, you could have told me and say, can we move this? <laughs> no, I want this is this is this is prime Emily. This is <laughs> this is we're capturing this is raw heat right here. <laughs> Um, also, I don't. So I don't know if you're aware of that this is happening. Um, but you, you, you mentioned just now that uh, 20 minutes ago it was like 80 degrees, and now it's like 60 degrees somehow. Yeah, and like somehow I feel misty. Well, let me say, I got some intel on that. Okay. Some vague, I guess vague, not clear intel. I so I I, I came here straight from work, mm-hmm. and my route home from work, I come down a big old hill where you can overlook all of Long Beach. Yeah. And let me tell you right now, when I left work, it was sunny and bright, and then when I was coming to Long Beach, I noticed that all of Long Beach, and only Long Beach, is enshrouded in just a heavy fog right now. That was weird, yeah, I was noticing that. I I left from West, and I'm like, I was working in the city of Westminster, which is like a 25 minute drive from here. Mm -hmm. It was bright, it was sunny, I I (laughs) had sunglasses on. Excuse me for the coffee. That's good. So I was, it did hit me when I exited the freeway, I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, so we, I mean, we might be about to be attacked by monsters. Well... It's because the mist is coming. It is, it is a it is heavy, heavy <laughs> mist that is only covering one specific town. That's Long Beach, where we are right now. It's, um... It's, yeah, we okay. might... I'm out of it. Yeah. The, we might be under attack by extra... Well, extra-dimensional beings. Right, if, right. If I'm remembering the mythology of it's, the Stephen King novella and the film correctly. That's pretty much it, yeah. That's where they came from, right? The army drill holes in another dimension? Spoiler yeah. alert for the mist. <laughs> um, so that's where we are today. Mm. Uh, and... Huh? Uh, yeah? Another big announcement. Uh, this, this was the last Spielberg film I had not seen prior. Really? So I have now seen every Steven Spielberg. Okay. Yeah. So, alright. What was your just initial thoughts before uh, sitting down with this film? Yeah. Preconceptions. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a dead is just zero all around. I had no, you know, I've liked movies Steven, Steven Cruise is what I was about to say. <laughs> I've liked movies Steven Spielberg has done. I've liked movies Tom Cruise has done. I had absolutely zero interest in this film. 
Um, as, as we as we learned last month, I, I believe that for some reason Channing Tatum had a cameo in the film. That is not the case. Um, <laughs> there are some interesting cameos in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I've and I've um, prior. I mean, I've had prior experience with this story of, uh, a very long time ago when I was the kind of nerd who would look this shit up on the internet. I listened to the the like the Orson Welles audio of, of this story. Have you seen any of the George Powell produced 1953 film? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I don't believe I've read the book. Okay. Um, so that's that's where I was with this. Where Justin, where were you with this film? Um, prior to our engagement today, I am a bit of a world of the worlds nerd. Okay. As a kid, grew up, when I was a kid, I was yeah. really really into H. G. Wells and um, yeah. uh, obsessed with with a lot of his writing. Big Time Machine fan, yeah. um, and definitely was really really into the Orson Welles. Um, you know, the Orson Welles the radio drama mm-hmm. and the, the the infamous the mythology surrounding the that the mythology surrounding that yeah. I mean I almost feel like I don't even need it just explain it but I guess just for posterity's sake yes Orson Welles and his Mercury Theater did a production of War of the Worlds and it was so convincing if you missed the opening introduction of the of the of the radio drama you thought the I thought it was a news report. That was a news report, and you thought that the the, the country was under attack by alien invasion, alien, alien invaders. Um, are they uh, specifically from Mars in that version of the story? I cannot recall. I think they are. It's been a very long time since I listened to it. Um, I have seen the George Powell film. Mm-hmm. I, I was mostly okay with it, but I got real mad at it as a young age because I did read the book. Uh, or at least a kiddified version of the book, sure. I don't recall. You read the Extreme Team, War of the Worlds. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and I was really, really... I went nerd upset when I saw the the aliens in that film and went, those are UFOs. Yeah. That's not a tripod. And they tried to make the bullshit answer. Oh, they're, the legs are, are invisible. Don't give me that shit, what? guys. <laughs> George. <laughs> this time, not, a, not the usual George we say that to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um... But I can understand also the appeal of that film and um, the visual, the designs of the of the aliens and those and the and the non tripod tripods were really great. Yeah. Um, and some really iconic imagery from that movie mm-hmm. that stick out to this day. So uh, knowing all that, I had a little interest in the two thousand five one and when it came out. <laughs> even, even with you being a big uh, Spielberg head. Let's recount. What was the movie we did last month? Uh, the Terminal. Yes, a I great, a great movie. <laughs> the major the the, really? the, the, quote, the quote Mark Bolton the major upset of the show so far. <laughs> um, who uh, where I was not a fan and you were. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I, I it's not so much that I. I think for me it was a combination of, do we really need to do another one? Uh-huh. And being upset over the Terminal. And, and still being upset over Terminal. When I initially heard the idea that. Oh, Spielberg's next one was gonna be World of the Worlds. Um, I made the nerdy answer of like, oh man, it better be some Victorian period because that's something they've never done. And when I heard Tom Cruise was in it, I went, okay, well, what, what, what happens? What's gonna happen? And yeah. then I saw the the first stills and went, okay, so it's modern day again. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so um, I was hesitant, but reviews were coming out, and people were saying, oh no, it's. It's pretty, it's, it's, you know, some reviewers were enjoying it, and I couldn't, in the end, I ended up seeing theaters because then my brain was like, there is a part of me that, even Spielberg, who's so aware of his own reputation, 
the fact that Spielberg was going, I'm, I've never done an angry alien movie. All my alien movies have been ha have been nice guys, more or less. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, that is kind of an interesting angle if you want to approach it that way. Yeah. Yeah. What is the quote unquote traditional? What would Spielberg do with the quote unquote angry alien movie? And, um, I mean, there the other part of me too is also like, but we've sat through so many invasion movies. Yeah. In my lifetime, so yeah, sure. I don't know what else you guys could have done. And there are some things that I, I will give the movie some thumbs ups to, but um, I'm keeping my actual. Sorry if we're slurping tea throughout this recording. No, it's it is a little chilly. <laughs> uh, I, I just realized this is a, a louder bev than usual. <laughs> Um, ah, I got a nice green tea going on. Yeah, I've got, I've got a nice Egyptian licorice mint that my my, my grandmother picked up in some specialty shop somewhere. Nice. Um, this is Ben Vuon tea. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you you overall were not a fan of the film you saw it then. I was half and half. Okay. And how did you feel upon watching it now? About the same. No, I would say a little <laughs> more towards negative now. Okay. There are there are, there are things I like about it. Though. Yeah. How Excuse you? me, hold on. <coughs> Excuse me, I apologize. Um, How about you? Justin, uh, I want to say first and foremost about this film, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Justin Keyson. <laughs> because t uh, roughly two years ago, uh -huh. when you asked me, yes. your friend, <laughs> someone you presumably cared about, <laughs> to do a Steven Spielberg podcast with you, you knew that I would have to, you knew that one day I would have to watch this movie for it. Mm -hmm. And you did it anyway, and so fuck you for that. Well, first off, first off, <laughs> yeah, I'm still shocked the terminal wasn't this question. <laughs> I want to be a hundred. This still weirds me out because <laughs> I could have fucking sworn that was the one. <laughs> like I was more worried about showing you Terminal uh -huh. than War of the Worlds. <laughs> War of the Worlds just gonna be a thing we're gonna have to wash over, yeah. you know. <laughs> but the fact that you came in. Going, I Terminal loved it. Is a wonderful, wonderful film. How dare you, Justin, mock that film? <laughs> so I'm in a weird way. I'm kind of glad we're back in a. We're back to classic. We're back to back to basics. Back, back to, to basics. Yeah. We did the the twist, the swerve episode, yeah. and now no, no, this is yeah. This is good old fashioned. We're back to Emily not liking Spielberg and, yeah. and blaming me as if I'm the terrible human being. <laughs> because you made me watch it through your actions. Um, Justin, I hated this movie so, so much. I okay. I hated every lousy second of it. I hated the way it looked. I hated every performance. Uh -huh. I hated the way the story moved. Yeah. I hated the sound design. Uh -huh. I hated everything. <laughs> um, this, you know, I know. So we said we would announce our least favorite Spielberg movies as we got to them. Yeah. Uh, I had one in mind. I had not seen this one before. Mm -hmm. I, I think this is over. That I one? can't say for definite that this is now my least favorite Spielberg movie. I will have to save that until I revisit. Right. But what I am saying is. It's now a question. <laughs> and when, uh, when, we, when we get to what used to be definitively my least favorite Super movie, mm -hmm. I will then answer uh, if it is still my least favorite or if War of the Worlds is now my least favorite. Right. Because holy fucking shit that I hate this movie <laughs> so goddamn much. I... Here's the thing. I This actually will be a decent episode in, in terms of opinion because I'm more negative than I was before. Yeah. So I, I will... There are things that I know you will... 
Definitely go. So you're going to hold the movie and I'm going to punch it, is what you're saying? Yeah, basically. <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of like, that was okay, but no, lower, lower, Emily, lower. <laughs> um, so, okay. Um, let me just get the big thing, for me, negative-wise. Mm -hmm. That was okay at the time, but now I kind of don't like it. Mm -hmm. and, um, actually, kind of to really feeling like it's wrong. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'm going to pose a question to you, Justin. Yes. Is this is this the worst casting in the history of Steven Spielberg movies? It's high. I would argue, <laughs> I, I would argue that it is. I I would not... I, here's the thing. I can't think of a better choice mm -hmm. than this as one of the worst castings in a Spielberg movie. But it's pretty high up there. It's so bad. And right? I can't think of anything worse right now, because this is the freshest one. And the weird thing, too, is, so, Tom Cruise's character, if you've not seen the film, is kind of a deadbeat dad type. Mm -hmm. um, and a dock worker, which yeah. is a weird choice for Tom Cruise. Right. Um, and it's weird because I, you know, um, I really enjoyed the first uh, Jack Reacher movie. Yes. And in that movie, I can, even though, you know, you read the descriptions of Jack Reacher in the Lee Child novels, and it's like, this is not Tom Cruise at all. This is a six-foot-tall hulking It's Dwayne movie. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not even Dwayne Johnson, because Dwayne Johnson seems too friendly. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, like, but... It's, it's, it, yeah. it's if Dwayne regardless. Johnson had a bad smile, is yeah. what it is. Regardless, not Tom Cruise. Certainly not. And yet, I buy Tom Cruise in that movie. I really yeah. enjoy that movie. I think he does amazing things with the role. I, I think it really works. The second one, not so much. Uh, but in the first one, like, yeah, Tom Cruise can play that, and he can play it really, really well. Yeah. I cannot buy him as a dock worker. No, it's terrible. And I'll tell you what kind of hit me at a certain point during the movie. It's not... It's not even necessarily that I don't buy him as a dock worker. I don't buy him as the kind of dock worker that he's supposed to be yeah. in this movie, which is the sort of tough tough guy, deadbeat dad, yeah. just works with his hands and doesn't understand emotions. I buy him as like the weird young kid dock worker who's like maybe the serial killer, definitely a meth head, <laughs> and is dead well before he reaches the age Tom Cruise's character is in this film. Yeah. So that character shouldn't exist. Yeah. Um, but that that is the only kind of vibe that I got from this, no. uh, this thing. <laughs> this... It is horribly, it's, it is incredibly horribly miscast, and he's just absolutely not connecting mm -hmm. to this material. Um, and for me, a big chunk of it is just like, I just don't think, I'm not, the biggest question is, I'm just not buying, the big, not question, the biggest thing is, I'm not buying it. Yeah. And I don't believe him as the kind of dad that he's supposed to be. Yeah. I don't buy it when he gets to these big emotional points near the middle and the end of the film. Yeah. And I feel like... Like in my head, I just kept wondering, who else could have done this? And yeah, the problem is, it's a weird way, it's like a reverse uh, vanity project. Yeah. Because from the history, production history is, while, I forgot what movie Spielberg was working on, or during the end of Minority Report, uh, Cruz and, and Spielberg were still in the lovey-dovey phase. So they were <laughs> like, hey, what else should we do? Okay, during the filming of Catch Me If You Can, thanks. Yeah. Wikipedia. Uh -huh. During the filming of Catch Me If You Can, Cruz hung out with Steven again, yeah. and they were trying, what's the next thing? And Spielberg... Mentioned the idea of doing, hey, why not World of the Worlds? Because I think at that time, from the documentaries I saw on the DVD, uh, Spielberg is like, I think I have an angle. I think I have a 21st century angle on World of the Worlds. Yeah. And so he brought that up to Tom, and Tom's like, that sounds great! Blah, blah, blah! And I feel like it's a... And what I mean by reverse vanity project is that look at me playing a normal dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dad! Isn't yeah. that like... Not what you usually see me guys as, yeah. and we're like, 
Yeah, there's a reason, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing about Tom Cruise, let's talk about Tom Cruise as a dad for a second. Yeah. Because in the so in the movie he's kind of a, like a deadbeat shitty dad. Um, but like the few interactions he has with his ex-wife are like sort of weirdly mature in a way. They're the. This is where I feel like that where Tom works better. See, I disagree because okay. I, I and maybe this is my own perception of, of the real life Tom Cruise bleeding in. Mm. I can kind of buy Tom Cruise as someone who's like super attached to his kids. Like I, sure. not, to, not to speculate on the personal lives of celebrities right now, right. but like I bet Surrey Cruise loves Tom Cruise. Right. I, I, he, Katie Holmes must hate him. Right. That's probably true. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, it, just, it, it just, it seems to me like it, the, the reverse just feels so much more right to me than what we see in the film. Yeah. And I just, I never ever buy into it. I guess the only thing is like the element I mean by Tom is the idea of that sort of flash of charm that he can be known for. Yeah. Sure. When she leaves, it's like that's kind of like why. You know, like I can, you can see where they were a couple at one point. Yeah. Um, it's also Spielberg again uh, dealing out with his uh, parent separation issues again, um, and I guess uh, if ET it, was this the sorry go, go ahead. ahead well was this the first time that it's it's them with the with the dad who was stuck around instead of the reverse because normally it's a single mom yeah I think well, it's okay like if you look at this comparative to the other three the other two uh, alien movies he's done yeah. um, it's a little inverse of all of it. Yeah, right? Because E.T. is just the moms around. Mm -hmm. And Close Encounters is just the dad, no kids, yeah. essentially. And in this case, instead of the dad leaving to be uh, with the kid, the aliens, it's not the dad staying with the kids while there's an alien. And instead of being the, POV, the point of view of a child going through, uh, being uh, the, his parents being separated, it's the father's point of view, more mm -hmm. or less, uh, being a father who's separated from his wife and his kids. Um, so it seems like perspective, is that was his angle, like, like, I, in a weird way, I almost imagine he thought this was a trilogy in his head. That, like, oh, yeah, like, this is the end of my alien movies yeah. for a bit. And he hasn't done one since. Well. Ish. Well. Well. We'll get to that one. I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you guys even. I about... even think you guys even know what the fuck we're talking about. I'm sure that's not even. I'm sure you already know. Well, I'm talking about Lincoln because it's my belief that Abraham Lincoln was an extraterrestrial, and that's why he had such long arms and was such a. So, uh, su uh, there were stories of his superhuman strength early in life. Mm. It's clear to me that Abraham Lincoln was an extraterrestrial. Oh um, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking. Yeah. About. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and I it's think, clearly what you guys are. This audience, what you were thinking. Right? I think you'll see that the subtext is. There. <laughs> um, um, I don't like this but movie. I don't, but I don't buy. Yeah. You know just, what else makes it hard to buy this family unit? Please, what? Tom Cruise's thirty-seven-year-old son in the movie. <laughs> I I looked it up. He was like twenty-two at the time of filming. Yeah, um, Justin Chadwick. I don't. I don't buy him as a team. He's boy. terrible. He's a terrible actor, and I, a, I don't buy him as a teen. He's a hashtag shitty teen yeah. in every possible cliche way. And he gets to live at the end, spoiler alert. Fuck that! <laughs> no, okay. The moment the movie just pretty much lost me. Uh-huh. It's the big hill. For some fucking reason, the kid's obsessed with going with the military. Yeah. But I don't know what his plan oh God, is. God, that was so fun. Terrible. Hate it. I fucking hate it. That one is all. That is just straight up. I just got mad at the movie when I was revisiting that chunks again, and like, just this bit here where he's just running off and Tom's letting him go, and I'm just sitting there going like, I hate this chunk so much because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And the fact that the fucker got to live. Yeah. Drives me more up the wall. 
Yeah. Um, especially because, like, you have his sister basically begging him, please don't go. Yeah. And, like, apparently that's not fucking enough. He has to still, like, I gotta be with the army for some fucking reason. Yeah. It's not like, well, that's not how it works, man. What, you think they're gonna just, like, hey, kid, well, sure, since you're here, here's a gun. I don't... What was, what was your planning on that? Robbie? That's the character's uh, name. <laughs> uh, Robbie sucks. I hate him. I hate, I hate him. You I know what else him. I noticed was an emerging theme in this movie? Mm-hmm. As, um, getting brief, like, two, like, two-minute scenes with, um, women who would have been way more interesting leads. Well, hold on, wait, 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 hold on. Side note, yes. Hold on. Let's what look at the it? Wikipedia. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, Shannon Tatum has an uncredited role in this movie as boy in church scene. Can I tell you? I must have read that on IMDb at some point. Because uh, I said, I, I, in my head, I didn't say it because I, I just thought I was wrong because I didn't catch him in the movie. Yeah, I didn't see him at all. Um, I, I, I thought, I said, I could have sworn that I that yeah, I saw somewhere that he was he has a cameo in a scene in a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I didn't say because I, I thought I was wrong, but apparently I was actually correct. <laughs> Shannon Tatum, as, I, I would like to Google to see what he looks like because I totally I totally that. don't remember this scene. Like a boy in the church. Scene. I don't even. I don't remember a church scene. Me too. Um. Was maybe it was. It's he's uncredited. Maybe it was a deleted scene. Maybe yeah. Um. But let's see. Uh, I'm gonna Google Channing Tatum War of the Worlds. And while we're talking about that, so uh, early in the film we see uh, we meet uh, Tom Cruise's neighbor, who's yes. played by Amy Ryan. Yeah. Um, who maybe wasn't super famous at this point. Uh, Not he, even close to being known. Right at all. Point, yeah. But she went on to be in a lot of great things. Well, funny enough, also with another Tom, and Spielberg movie. Because she was also in Bridge of Spies. Oh, I forgot she was in Bridge of Spies. Yeah, she was uh, kind of underused in Bridge of Spies. Yeah. But, but it was that weird moment where, hey, it's Amy Ryan. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, so, uh, and she's actually in it. I actually even like her a little bit. Like, she's actually like, oh, she's basically the character going, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> so we see her for like two seconds and uh, and she has that I'm getting the fuck out of everything, but she doesn't have much to do. But yeah. just I'm mean, by virtue of the fact that she's Amy Ryan, I'm like, oh please let me spend the movie with her instead of right. I really really like to. Well here's the thing. Um the one of the church th- scene apparently is just a shot of a church falling down. So apparently And apparently one of these people in the corner is Channing Tatum, maybe? I got nothing. Um, um, I'm also seeing uh, stills of uh, the White, White House, House down. down. <laughs> <laughs> um but, um, yeah, and then and then we um, we later we meet. There's like a reporter who's like scouring yeah. find videotapes. I was like, oh, this she's super rad. Like I I would spend a whole movie with her. Yeah, uh, then it just kind of emerges as a theme. Like uh, all these characters who would be more interesting, but we're stuck with Tom Cruise the whole time. Yeah, and his his shitty kids. His shitty, shitty, shitty kids that the, I hate. The, one of the one of the things that's been established in this show is. Um, uh, Emily's hatred towards children in Spielberg movies. That's correct. Um, and uh, I like the ones in Close Encounters. Weirdly, the ones that got abandoned by, right. by Richard <laughs> Dreyfuss. And I like the ones in Jaws. So, I mean, early on, he, I think he had a way with kids. Yeah. And then at a certain point, he lost me. Um, I will say that it, while I have my ups and downs with the children in his movies, obviously, E.T.'s not one of them. Uh-huh. Um, this one. Hate them. They're terrible, right? They're absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, Dakota, this is Dakota Fanning at her most Dakota fanning is. And I really like her only as, like, as, like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Or, <laughs> <laughs> like, because she is in opposition to Tom Cruise's character, I kind of like her character. Uh-huh. But she, I mean, she's objectively an annoying, shitty kid character. I mean, the, the one thing about casting Dakota for this part... What, what was she known for at this point? Anything? Uh, I Am Sam. Her? 
Oh, sure. I saw that movie. Sam, yeah. Mr. Egg. I am Sam, and... Does that, was, was that a famous line from Ryan Sam, or is that just the one that stuck in my head for some reason? What was it again? Sorry, Mr. Egg, when he's making eggs and he cracks the egg open. Uh, that was... I think that was in that movie. No, it was definitely in the movie. Yeah. I'm wondering, is that, like, an actual line that people know, or is that just something that, for some reason, stuck in my I head? I think that's stuck in your head. Okay. Fair enough. Um, also, I think she was fresh off of Man on Fire. Oh, sure. With that was, Den, that was, was in, with Denzel. Was with that a Denzel. Tony Scott? That was a Tony Scott. Okay. That was a solid one. That's a solid one. So it's it's a case where like those shots where where Dakota is is like realistic kid crying uh-huh. or realistic kid freaking out. That's when I'm like, oh, that's why you cast her. I get it. Yeah. Like the fear in her. She. I for me, I would say the fear in her face is some of the most like heartbreaking oh, moments. Sure. Where I'm like, yeah, no, that's a kid afraid. No, I bought that. Yeah. I she's a clearly better in this part than Tom. Because, like, no, any time an alien showed up, or she saw, like, that shot of her seeing the dead bodies in the river, it's like, I felt really bad for the poor kid. Yeah. And it's actually that weird thing where we live in a... That, I got angry at the movie then, too. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I felt like, oh, this is, it's weird that Steven can, Steven, <laughs> I'm on first what a first... <laughs> I've watched enough of his fucking movies. <laughs> um... Uh, oh, Stephen can be emotionally manipulative in the other direction, too, <laughs> as, as was my feeling when I read that. Because mm-hmm. that, to me, was, I don't know, for this movie, because so much of this movie is just shitty, cliched, every alien invasion movie we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so derivative of every single other movie. Terrible, nothing interesting. To go, like, that dark yeah. in, in what is otherwise, like, an easy kind of cakewalk of an alien invasion movie, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, I and, don't care for it. And I think that's kind of where the disconnect the, those are the elements where I find intriguing I'm not a fan but they're intriguing mm-hmm. are the really dark parts of the movie yeah and they're in there um I will say one thing I, I did the screenwriter David Cope uh-huh. um when he was working on the script with Spielberg and Cruz uh, he did so, like there were a couple things they wanted to try to avoid and while they still did a majority uh-huh. of the alien invasion tropes and that's why i mostly was watch looking at my phone a lot yeah. watching this movie again it was tough it was, it was tough to watch. it's like there is like, like i gotta fucking put the phone down i gotta try to finish this um uh but there are a couple times where uh, the couple things i really, at least appreciate was like well you know what there isn't a shot of the military general pointing at this going what are these things from like that's not this movie. The yeah. I mean, they they what they basically were trying to do was stick. And from what I remember from the H.G. Wells novel, uh-huh. it was mostly it's entirely from the point of view of just the citizens. There's no yeah. It's that's why the horror is intense because there's no answers. Yeah. And the movie tries to do that. Um, <laughs> and maybe if I was engaged with everybody. I would be more into Or engage with anybody except for, like, the yeah. handful of characters who popped in for one scene and then bailed. Yeah. Um, uh, God, I hate this movie. <laughs> I, it, it tries to do the thing where it's like, oh, in Apocalypse Times, the real enemies are the other humans with the whole car getting stolen. Scene. Yeah. But they just, they kind of pick that up and leave it behind so quick. And I, I mean, I guess maybe they re-explore with Tim Robbins later, but... Well, oh, I'll get, I'll get to him <laughs> yeah. in a moment. Um, and here's the thing. We're now in a weirdly in a place world post Walking Dead mm-hmm. where that's a show literally about humanity at its worst yeah. and I think now what was uniquely interesting in 2005 I'm now just sort of seeing rewatching the movie now I'm like not into it now because I feel like I've kind of been here and done that when I was a big Walking Dead fan. Yeah, and both it's also... Com- both TV show and comic, until I dropped both. I also, so. <laughs> yeah, and I also don't think it's done especially well here. Is the no, and I... 
it's scattered. Yeah. Like you said, like there's this sequence with the the van, uh, where the crowds people are almost more scary than they than the tripods. Yeah. On how they're trying to steal the van from from Cruz and his kids, and I mean, it goes dark. It goes really dark. It goes really, 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 really dark. Yeah. And then that's kind of it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, like you said, I like, just go sit in a diner and they're like. They chill for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then the tripod show up again. And, ugh, I'm exhausted talking about this film. Well, we need to talk about the thing that I absolutely hate. Tim, 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 Tim Robbo? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, movie? Why am I wasting my time with this for 20 minutes? Because you feel it when he kills it. I hate it. This is the moment. No, 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 I hate it. If it was not clear, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. This is the God. moment. Where if if the if the kid if the son leaving for the military was the moment I really was like oh what the fuck this Tim Robbins sequence could go to fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> this Tim Robbins God, sequence is shut yeah. what do you think Steven Spielberg what? was thinking this okay when he made this movie this chunk because really was <laughs> and another attempt to amalgamize elements from the book uh-huh. so there was a character in names and tone similar to Tim Robbins' character. But I hate... I hated it. Yeah. Like, I hated it so much. I remember sitting in the theater going, I hate this chunk. This is... Why am I still here? And then it goes off to, to the scene where, where we, you know, Tom has to kill him because yeah. he's blah, blah, blah. And I'm going, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. This is... Why are... The, the, the transition to that darkness doesn't fucking fit. You know? Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, no, the, yeah, it's but it's, so, it's such a mismatch, like, it's such a mismatch, and also just so, everything's different. Like, can we talk about how this movie fucking looks for a second? Yeah. It yeah. looks like hot shit, and I know, like, hot shit can be a good thing. I meant to say hot garbage, and <laughs> I combined hot garbage and shit, uh-huh. because that's what this fucking movie looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, well, no, this is like, it's, it's... You know it's got those tones of gray that I hate? Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it's got that weird thing at the start of the movie where all the lights are, like, way, way, way overblown. Yeah. Uh, now, this who is... thought this was good? This is, like... Janusz, was this you? This is Janusz. Janusz, what are you doing? It's weird. It's, like, after... Sh- after um, Schindler's List, which is... Beautiful movie. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, again, I get it. Spielberg. I get why Spielberg just held on to Janusz Kaminski and went, you ain't going nowhere. But there are times where I'm just sitting there going like, who, both of you are wrong here. (laughs) Like, it's... uh, It's such an ugly movie. It's an ugly movie. It's so hard to look at. And the CGI is, I mean, I guess it's 2005, whatever. But Uh, even for, even for, fuck it, even for 2005, it's bad. Let me, here's the thing, right? Like, one of the problems... Because, okay, let's... Let me address the other thing, too. The reason... Sorry, yeah. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I got too heated. No, no, it's fine. This is fine. If you see here, like, I'm... If I... I want to be clear, yeah, I'm I'm about 30% okay with it, as opposed to the 50-50 when I first saw it. Yeah. So I'm mostly with you. (laughs) Um, And for me, it's a thing where... part. Here's my other thing that that, that I feel like is just heavy-handed in every wrong way, is that... Um, when Spielberg said he wanted to make this movie and like I said there's the 21st century twist, uh, approach at it is that when the original World of the Worlds film came out we were in the biggest of the of the Cold War yeah uh, or, or the that was starting to come into play and etc and we were just getting out of World War and we were still a decade after World War II wait the movie you're talking yeah the original film when okay, that's, that was the I was the book I was like that's for sure not accurate no, no, no. Just, then, now, 19, the book was well before 1953 yeah, when yeah, the, the film, movie yeah. Yeah. so there's 
you know, wars in the air and, and yeah, fears yeah. in the air. So I understand when Spielberg said, like, I you know, we're living in a post nine eleven. I figured, well, now's more another another appropriate time to re-explore those themes again. Maybe it's time for another War of the Worlds. Yeah. And I kind of get it, and I understand to a certain degree, but I think the problem is that um, even at the time, most of us went, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's this, this shot of, of, there's this bit where, oh, man, this is kind of freaky and horrifying. See, I did it. During the first big tripod attack, Tom Cruise is just covered in the ashes of other people, other people and that's disturbing as fuck. Yeah. And that's, if there's nothing more that echoes the events of 9-11 is, is that. Um, but at the same time, yeah, we were definitely at that point where it's still so fresh that people were like, I don't know if we really want to do this right now. Yeah. And now that we're 17, 12 years later... I still don't know. I, I super. I still. I definitely don't want yeah. to do this with you, Steven. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I feel like that's the case where it's like I get why you felt that way, and it was successful. Let's not lie. The movie did what really well when it came out, um, but it um, it definitely isn't one that I feel like uh, we talk to that talk about that like revisit that much for those reasons. Um, uh, um, I was gonna say something that I forgot. What I was so uh, I want to also bring up. The um, the sound design with you, yeah. Because you say it's terrible. Yeah. What about it? What was it that really just made you go fuck the sound design? Honestly, that I mean, it's it's on the lesser end of my concerns. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've kind of forgotten. I remember in the moment hating it. I I in honestly, the right now I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you a specific. Mm -hmm. Not because I I still believe that it's bad. It's just that it's been buried under so many other bad things that I, I can't remember what my specific issue with the sound design was. Yeah. Uh, I should have taken better notes. Well, you know, okay, I'll bring this up. And that's something that I've noticed talking about Spielberg's movies since Minority Report. Mm -hmm. um, or even AI. Yeah. I think from... Like, wait, like, yeah, AI, then Minority Report. Um, so AI, since AI. It's something that we've said it a lot. And this is the point, and I've said this about the show, is like, from this, from like, uh, almost past Amistad, we're in the place where I was unsure how I felt about it as a filmmaker. Yeah. And the biggest thing I'm noticing about this period of Spielberg mm -hmm. is that he is figuring out his tones. Because mm. we keep saying this a lot. It's a, it feels like a mishmash. Yeah. And that's a big problem he's, he's had. And he's had it before. Yeah. He's had it in, 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 in Color Purple. Yeah. Um, and when he's on point, he can be on point. But it got harder for him to mm -hmm. stay on point as the decade kept going. Yeah. And so, for me, I'm definitely noticing that, you know, World of Worlds is another case of, he's trying to do really, really dark, but then trying to levity, trying to include levity, and trying to include, like, grounded drama, and then intense, dark shit, and then exciting, thrilling moments, and it's just feeling like, like a weird, yeah, potpourri thing, yeah, where I can see, for me, I, they're like, well... I think that's a neat sequence that's well made. I just don't know if it fits the rest of the thing. Uh -huh. um, and then I have more problems with the rest of the thing that I can't say, well, that little bit was neat. Yeah. Like, no, no, there's more There's more about the movie that doesn't work about with me. And I'm noticing that this is this is a... And maybe he'll never get out of this period where, <laughs> where he's, he's more mixed yeah. uh, than positive. So more mixed and concise. Yeah. You know, he hasn't been concise since... Uh, <laughs> Chindler's List.
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really no. I disagree. Schindler's List. No, it's like after that, it's like it's Lost World. I went. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something I was gonna say. This movie is um, other than maybe Lost World, uh, most of the time when I don't like a Steven Spielberg movie, it's I sort of have philosophical disagreements, I guess you could say, or just differences mm-hmm. in like I, it's not what I want to see in a movie, and I, I, I feel emotionally manipulated. Obviously, is a big thing I've said before. This was one of the few times where I, it, so much of it just feels like straight up inept filmmaking. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I just yeah, this movie just doesn't come together. It's just it's, it just doesn't work at all. Um, I don't even remember the music in it at all. I don't remember if I did, hated did, it or if I tolerated did, it. The John John Williams score is is this interesting. It's fine. Like it's but it, I think this one goes beyond being being our our, our old chestnut criticism of it's not iconic with mm-hmm. Williams has proven that he can just kind of pull out of a hat yeah it's it's so like if you had a gun to my head I couldn't remember a single note from this score like it's yeah it is so aggressively forgettable that if yeah. I try to if I try to remember scenes, and I watched this movie yesterday like it if was, I try to remember scenes there's just there's no score in the background same actually there. like um it's funny like it, there's maybe a, about a one or two notes that I'm, I'm kind of like oh that's kind of like Jaws and that's about it yeah, and, um, and uh, then again, to be fair, when you, I guess it's fitting on the movie because, like, I don't think I'm a remember a single moment from this movie a week from now. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to talk about about this movie? Um, I'll, I'll say. I mean, like, like I said, like it was nice seeing. Uh, I, I will say, in terms of 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 War of the Worlds elements, mm-hmm. um, there was cool to see some of the things like kind of the the blood vines that was from the novel. That was from okay. the novel. Um, uh, the shot of the alien hand coming out is a direct nod of the 1953 film which yeah. I thought that's kind of cool um, and yeah no, the, the two leads of the original 1953 film 1953 show up at the end of the as the at the as Miranda Otto's uh, parents which I thought oh, that's cool sure um, can I go a little bit bitch about that last scene though yeah okay um, uh, me and uh, my old buddy Nathan because we saw this together uh-huh. um, we were we walked down and that's there's something that we just kept making fun of about this movie for 12 years on sure is that the uh, aliens fucking went hard on Newark yeah like just <laughs> blow the fuck out of that area yeah but man Boston seemed fine yeah it's like we made the joke where like there's Tom with Dakota in his arms yeah Miranda Otto comes out and she's like oh what happened was there a storm yeah <laughs> what's wrong with you guys it's the storm yeah. <laughs> It's an alien invasion! Because yeah. <laughs> um, Man Boston looked like they were like, save that for later. Yeah. <laughs> Get That's, Jersey first. Yeah. <laughs> we were really fucked up Newark. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, where's the, where's the, the aliens looked up where in America had the highest murder rate at the time? <laughs> Let's just extra fuck up that place. In a billion years, yeah. we're going to fuck up that little part of there first. That <laughs> um, actually reminds me of one I wanted to make. They, uh, and so there's definitely 9-11 overtones in this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, something also is, it's here, it's also in Independence Day, um, it's something that kind of bothers me about specifically American alien invasion movies a lot. Yeah. Which is where they try to make it about the revolution. Yeah. And you know me, you know as I love Hamilton. You know, <laughs> no, I'm down for some American revolution talk, but like... Well, do you want a revelation? <laughs> listen to my declaration. <laughs> um... Minimum one Hamilton reference per episode, yeah, guys. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, you know, the, the American Revolution was not the only time in history a smaller thing defeated a bigger thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you 
don't need to compare every single alien invasion to the American Revolution, which I definitely do at the end where they like Tom Cruise like look like nods at the statue of Paul Revere or whatever bullshit he was doing there. Or whatever statue that was. It's 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 so it's so schlocky and I hate yeah. it and it makes me it, it it's not easy to make me ahead of the, the background shame for my country that I feel just every day these mm-hmm. days it's not easy to pile on that yeah but war, you did it War of the Worlds <laughs> I don't like this movie it's bad uh yeah I think I don't know have we trashed it so let me tell you what I'm hoping to do with this episode we're at 40 minutes right now yeah, which yeah. is a little short but since I hate this movie, and since you only 30% like this movie, yeah. and I feel like we've trashed it pretty thoroughly, I, th- I, I feel I, like we've explained our case. I'll make quick bullet points. I feel like this would be a good time to go over Mark Bolton's questions that I, he sent us. Okay, well, that's where I'm leading. Absolutely. Okay, but I'll, let me just do quick bullet points. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me try and do the 30%. Right okay, now. yeah, just give the, me the 30%. Yeah. Um, I still feel like there are some sequences that are really exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um... Dakota Fanning overall, which, like I said, I've even mentioned it, Dakota Fanning's reaction shots of the destruction around her is actually really impressive, heartbreaking, and it sells it for me more than anything else in the movie. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as a World of Worlds kid growing up, I love the tripods. Sure. I love how they looked. I liked I liked all that stuff. So See, it's weird. When I, anytime someone says tripods and aliens, I'm like, you're talking about the controllers, right? You're talking about the guys with the cap on your head. Well, the <laughs> That's all I can think about. So, I mean... I'm referencing the day of the tripods. That wasn't clear to anyone. It was a series of sci-fi novels from like the 70s, I think. English. I've never heard of them. Oh, really? We yeah. read them in school. My school seems to be the only place that read them. But there were these British sci-fi novels from like the 70s that got made into a TV show, too. Apparently they're really big in England. But in America, for some reason, we read them in my elementary school. But no one else seems to have heard of them in here. Uh, day of the tripods, check it out. Young adult series. Google.com. Nice. All right. I'm losing it. It's okay. It's okay. Thirty uh, percent. So, go. Go. That. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of it. Like, I. I never. I can't sure. fully hate this movie as much as you. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong. I ain't. Uh, it's a pile of trash. It's a pile of trash. <laughs> for and I. I've. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm glad that this was a lend me a, a, a lend like a, a, a hand me down DVD I got sure. eight years ago. Yeah. Where a friend of mine's like, hey, I don't want it. You want it? I went sure. Yeah. And so it's like I had a fucking spend money on the terminal to rent it again. It's a great film. And I film. uh was relieved to go, well thank goodness I have one of the worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Mark! Hey! Uh, yeah, you buddy! Uh, he's a fan of the show. He's also one of the hosts of Comic Nerds Unite, also on the Benvy Network. It's a great show, you should check it out. He was like. also uh, our do- our delightful guest. The only guest yeah, the, show. the only guest on this show we've ever had. And I, I loved having him on the show for, for Hook. That was yeah. great. So um, um, He sent us some questions that he was curious about. Sure. And we're going to answer them now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, number one, what are your three top favorite... I read that question wrong because I'm cold and drunk. <laughs> what are your top three favorite non-Spielberg films? Now, I believe you and I both have the same number one. Well, or does it count as an off-sword film because he did produce it? That's weird. I was going to say that. I'm like, yeah. should we... I say these are only movies that were not directed by Steven Spielberg. Let's go with it. Then. Hey, you want to? Which I guess will just be my top three. I, I mean, Jaws would be in my top three, so I guess I, I would. Excluding have to Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say the our number ones together? Yeah, I want to say them at the same time. Yeah. Three, two, two one. one. Back, Back to, to the, the future. future. Um, um, I mean, should we say it because we're going to do a bonus episode? I swear, guys, we will. <laughs> again, as I think we've said this on air before. Once we start recording an episode, we're never going to stop. Yeah. yeah no. Because you saw how long we talked about Jaws. You saw how long we talked about Hook. We're gonna go for. 12 hours talking about <laughs> Back to the Future. Um, but yes, Back to the Future, absolutely. But oh yeah, but besides yeah. Back to the Future. 
Yeah. Um, what's your? Uh, it's interesting to think about. Um, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't thought this out clearly in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is probably Star Wars. Uh, Same. <laughs> and when I say Star Wars, I mean seventy-seven. Uh, yeah. Uh, New Hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the you know. The, the... I gotta start throwing more of my own personal because it's starting to sound like we're repeating each other. Yeah. This is probably why we're friends. It's like so our top two favorite movies are the same. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> um, Star Wars is very good. Though. Yes. It... It is, and it's like, I feel like, I can't, listen, I, I can't say more good things about Star Wars, you all know. Yeah, you want you want me to throw a little controversies out on this, though? Mm. You know what my number two favorite Star Wars movie is? Oh, I think we've talked about this, but you tell the, the, the audience, go, go, go. Force Awakens, number two, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better than Empire, yeah, better than Empire, let that sit in. No, but... <laughs> I will go, okay, I'll give you a, a, a non, a very personal, okay. absolutely personal uh, favorite non-Spielberg movie. Okay. Shaolin Soccer. Shaolin Soccer is a great movie. Stephen Chow, Shaolin Soccer fucking blew me away. That movie fucking rules. Yeah. I remember finding that at Blockbuster and just being like, oh, this cover looks weird. I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it blow, yeah, it blow, blowing you away is the correct response. That movie, oh God, that that movie is is. There's a list of movies that I create. I I I, I showed. There's used to be a period where I meet somebody and they say they're into watching movies in my place. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> there was a, there was a list of movies where I'd be like, here. And if you didn't like it, we're gonna be cool. We won't be friends. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll be cool. Yeah. You know. Child Soccer was absolutely one of them, and mostly, actually, every time I showed Child Soccer, I just had someone went, "That was fucking amazing." I mean, yeah. yeah, it is. Child Soccer. I, I should rewatch that now, actually, because I, I think at this point I like Kung Fu Hustle a little more, mm-hmm. uh, which was Stephen Chow's next movie after Child Soccer. Yeah. Um, but they're both very, very good. I love Kung Fu Hustle. Like you have no idea, but I will defend you'll, that Shaolin Bing is the better movie. I, and I, I won't disagree with you because they're very right. close. That being said, I might even argue that God of Crookery, Stephen Chow's movie before Sean Soccer, might be his best movie. Ooh, I, well. I still need to check that one out. Ooh. I've seen a few of his, his pre-Sean Soccer movies. I've seen... Um, I think I recommended one to you. Yeah, I think I've seen uh, King of Gambling with one, one of them. Called, or King God of Gam- Beggars? King of Beggars. That's a fun one. I've seen that one. I've seen uh, From Beijing with Love, which was this kind of James Bond parody. That oh, I still really need fun. to see that one. That one's fun. Um... Yeah, Stephen Chow rules. Um, in fact, dare I say, he might come up in a later question on this list. <laughs> um, um, but what's your other non-favorite Spielberg movie? Oh, that's tough. Um, like, just make it one. Another one. That's not even your... Yeah. No, I want, I want to think this out. I want to figure this out. Uh, come, come to mind. Uh, the Aviator comes to mind. It's a movie I really enjoy. You do love The Aviator. I do love The Aviator. <laughs> Famously was obsessed with it for a period of my life. That's very true. Um, show me the blueprints. Show me the blueprints. <laughs> show me the <laughs> Show me all blueprints. 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 Excuse me. Q U A T I E. The World's End comes to mind, and Scott Pilgrim, which are kind of neck and neck for my favorite Edgar Wright movies. Ooh, true. I really adore both of those. Same. World's End is definitely one I feel like. Like I feel like it doesn't. It's. It's not. A, I Don't feel, get me wrong. I fucking love Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, but oh yeah. World's End is my favorite of the trilogy. I feel the World's End is one of those ones where it's like when more people get older, yeah, they're gonna look at World's End with better eyes. Yeah, because I feel that. like it's. I think it's by far their best written movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm I think it's, at my DVD. Sorry if I seem distracted it, right now. And it's definitely by far like their most complex and interesting film that had something to say. Yeah. Again, love. Mm. 
love Shaun of the Dead, love Hot Fuzz, it's like you have no idea. Yeah. Ten years, of, by the way, ten years since America got it. Ain't yeah. that fucking crazy? That's nuts. 2007 is when Hot Fuzz came out. Yeah. Um, so, but no, I think... Oh, then the world. You said, like, there was a weird delayed release. It came out, in, and they UK got it in 2007, too. I think, did it get it in 2007? Yeah. I wasn't sure. Uh, I know it came out in May of 2007, because I saw it for my 16th birthday. Uh-huh. Uh, and I can't imagine they were that much ahead of us in the UK. Okay. I mean, I mean maybe they were, but I, I really doubt it. Um, um, either way. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, it's got, it's, it's one of those two. Yeah. I think. That, and, of course, Scott Pilgrim is... Fucking Scott Pilgrim. I yeah, can't. Scott Pilgrim was amazing. Um, um, oh, you're probably you're right. You're right. February in the UK. Yeah. yeah, we got it in April. April. Uh, oh, it might have been. It might have taken. It might have. Well, like like uh, not LA might have taken till May to get it. Because <laughs> I remember seeing it for my 16th birthday, but it, it was probably a probably took a couple weeks to get here. I need to do a 10 year anniversary thing for. Yeah, they do. Uh, um, I'm gonna. I, I'm just gonna pick one and say Scott Pilgrim is phenomenal. Um, I I love the books. The books are amazing. Yeah. Brian Lee O'Malley is an amazing writer. If you if you like Scott Pilgrim and you haven't read um, Seconds, which was the the graphic novel he did after Scott Pilgrim, go fucking check it out. It's so good. It's great. Yeah, it's, I, it's incredible. Lost to see the one he did before was really amazing too. Still need to read that. It's really good. Um, and I think what the movie does so well is a. I mean, the visuals in it are just incredible. Right. Um, and it also it does the thing that I think good uh, adaptations should do, which is. It, it's different from the books in, in a way that makes sense for a movie and is right. better for a movie. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. I'm going to go with Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Let's go on to question two. Worst three films you've ever seen? Okay. <laughs> That's... It's going to be interesting because you just like laid a pile of... <laughs> yeah. Um, let's say non-Spielberg for... <laughs> Well, I don't want to give away my least favorite Spielberg movie. Yeah, that's right. That's me, non-Spielberg. Um, so, uh, this is tough. Uh, I, I can think of one. I should have thought... Yeah, let's talk about your one first. Mr. Wrong. Mr. Wrong. It's an Ellen DeGeneres uh, comedy. Huh. And I mean comedy by the loosest sense of the word. <laughs> sure. Um, to quote uh, another podcaster on his show, uh, 80s All Over... When he's talking about the incredible shrinking woman, uh, Mr. Wrong, the by reason for talking about Mr. Wrong, Mr. Wrong, the alleged comedy, <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, unfunny in every possible regard, yeah. completely miscast and frustrating to no end. And I was like eight or something when I saw it, and I went, I hate this thing. Yeah, I hate this thing with every fiber of my bone. <laughs> yeah. uh, still do, and I never saw it. I haven't seen it for a very, 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 very long time. Um, you know what I'm gonna throw in there? Might be controversial. People might. I mean, people hate this movie. I don't think. I don't think a lot of people would put it in their straight up bottom three of all time. Okay. I'm gonna put Man of Steel in there. That movie is you know? underprinted trash. And <laughs> I, I, I hate it so much. I I think it is both inept filmmaking and just like a really shitty horrible message. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. It's garbage. I do th- at this point with the distance. I do think it's worse than Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. which is not. Which I mean, I, which I guess is saying a lot because Batman yeah. versus Superman was also a pile of trash. I think Batman versus Superman is a is a is a is a is a, is a train wreck piece of garbage that ru- <laughs> that ruins me. the legacy of two very popular characters. Yeah, <laughs> and Man of Steel, what I would argue is the first. Nail to the coffin. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad, bad movie. Um, worst three. This is you're this throwing, is tough. You're throwing hard balls out. Yeah, but I mean, there's like a lot more questions I want to answer too. I, don't, I might want to just skip to question three. No, we'll take our time. We will answer these questions because Mark Fulton is a fan. All right, all right, and he deserves right. it. Um, uh, uh, I'm gonna three. throw one out there. Uh, okay. Uh, 
a film by, by someone who I, I've enjoyed uh, quite a few other movies of his, Mr. George A. Romero. Okay. Uh, in his later years, he made a little movie called Diary of the Dead, which Ooh. is real trash. And I say that as someone who has uh, defended Land of the Dead on many occasions. High five that. High five that. Because Land, Land of, of the, the Dead, Dead is good. Is good. But Diary of the Dead is it's trash. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those weird things where... Um, they must. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they had a real fast shoot schedule. It came out very closely after Cloverfield came out, and okay. it was also found footage. Uh, yeah. And it feels so much like a ripoff. The thing is, it came out so close after that I feel like they must have started shooting before Cloverfield came out. Mm-hmm. And yet, it it feels so much like oh, found footage is good now. Let's do a found footage movie. And it's just so it's wrong headed in every way. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's a real shame, and I hate it. And you know what? Tired of the Dead's a pile of trash. I have another movie I can put on this list, and hilariously, it's somewhat kind of similar to your one you, the one you just mentioned. Okay. Not Diary. Okay. But the word steel is in it. Okay. I'm sorry. I know you're a bit of a, a defender of this man. Wait, what's happening? I hate the movie Steel. With Shaquille, with Shaquille O'Neal? O'Neal. Justin. Emily. Justin. No, Emily. That's a great movie. Bullshit, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely adore Steel. Hate the motherfucking... Steel is so good. Every minute of Steel... I love every is, second of is it. ...is a waste of cellular space. Richard, Brown, <laughs> Richard Browntree as his wise uncle. Ugh. Annabeth Gish is I've a never character seen, who is basically Oracle. I've never seen Ooh, a movie give it to me. so upset at being a superhero movie. <laughs> just give it to me. I've never seen it. a movie directed by someone who could give two shits about the genre. But you or know give he, any dams you about know, the he, genre. You know he did give a damn about? Is my hero and yours, Shaquille O'Neal, the greatest actor of our time. <laughs> Fucking hate steel. <laughs> I love steel hate so much. Steel with every fiber. I might like steel better than I like Kazam, and that might not seem like I'm saying a lot to you folk out there, but I love Kazam too. Uh, are we? Yeah, another one in here. Do you have that? Uh, <laughs> I want to go to the next question. Uh, what you've done two so far? I've done two. Yeah. I've done two. You've done two. Um, I can't think of another one. I'm sure I can think of another one, maybe. About, you know, let, actually, me look, let me look over my movie log, because I'm certain I've seen some real trash lately. I'm gonna. Well, no, you wouldn't have shitty movies. I'm looking at your DVD I collection. Mean, I, keep in mind, I love Steel, so... Fair? Hold on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Touché. Yeah. Check that out. Um, uh, oh, you know what? This is not... I mean, it's it's not... It's not the worst movie of all. It's not. It's probably not top three, but just to, to, to throw it out there because it is a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. I saw it when I had movie passed, and I thought, oh, this will just be a kind of shitty movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan, the the sci-fi release from last year, is oh. truly deplorable. It is a horrible, horrible film. <laughs> Avoid it at all costs. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out Morgan as my third role here. Um, again, it, it's probably not actually the third worst movie I've seen all, of all time, but it's close. It's very very bad. <laughs> Um, you want to just toss out a third like that? Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to think, because I actually, I feel like, um, there's gotta be some shitty, oh, yeah, here's another one. Again, it's a lot of movies of my younger era uh-huh. that I, I don't know if, again, I have a feeling there's a possibility you might even like this one. Um, Warriors of Virtue. I've never heard of that film. All right. Warriors of Virtue is a piece of trash, okay. and <laughs> it is a movie post Ninja Turtles. Okay. Um, in an attempt to be a easy cash grab, mm-hmm. it is about a martial arts 
kangaroos it in seems a like, fantasy world. It seems like exactly the movie I would have loved as a kid. You probably might have. I I'll feel like there's that. a generate Warriors of Virtue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna. Now I'm this gonna, is the weird thing. I'm gonna. This is the weird thing about Warriors of Virtue to me. As a Hong Kong uh, action movie, this is a foreign boy. film. No, no. This is where hey, hey, see how does a non-foreign film have a movie about kung fu kangaroos well, no, and call it Warriors of Virtue? Here's the thing, though. Warriors of Virtue is crazy to me because it is directed by. I think it was some sort of. I have to really look it up, but it There's might be. There's a sequel. Looks like by the what, way. Okay, it is a Chinese American production. And okay. It's directed by Ronnie Yu. Yeah. Ronnie Yu has directed some amazing. Both great and bad movies, yeah. but he's directed some really great Hong Kong movies, and he made this movie that has some incredible, awesome martial arts sequences, but it's surrounded by garbage. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm looking at the aesthetic of this movie, and I am in 100%. Because, no, this Where is... Where can I watch this I'm movie? I'm sure you can rent it. I'm sure you can... Oh, it came with a two-pack with Bill Murray's Larger Than Life <laughs> at a certain point. That's also a good movie. Um, I, you know what? Larger Than Life, underrated. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad, right? Yeah. But no, this. I'm looking at Ronnie Yu chilling out with two kangaroo boys right now, yeah. and I'm delighted. But you can see how this is post Power Rangers, post Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, this is right up my fucking alley. But I'm that little, ki- but there's this, Look main, at this guy. There's this main kid in that movie, who's the worst. I'll tell you also what this looks like just aesthetically that it reminds me of, mm-hmm. and specifically I'm thinking of. Let me bring it up. Mm-hmm. Uh. This I don't know why I'm doing this because it's, it's meaningless for the listeners at home. This actually looks very um, Chris Eccleston Doctor Who, but it also oh, yeah. reminds me of um, I'm looking at the IMDb pictures right now. So the, some uh, of the production stills. Yeah, et cetera, so yeah. if you can find it, the the the, the, the kangas are being uh, suspended by chains in a in a, in a room which <laughs> the kangas, <laughs> which looks a lot like the interior of the TARDIS uh, from Christopher Eccleston's run, but a lot bigger actually. Um, it, it reminds me of the Super Mario Brothers film, uh, which really is. That's kind of just what I want every movie to look like, mm-hmm. is the 1994 Super Mario Brothers film. Oh, man. <laughs> that, is, that is kind of my dream aesthetic, just what I want every single movie to look like. I'll keep that of note. Um. <laughs> um, so I, I really feel like this movie would be would, would really do it for me. You might enjoy it. I hate it. Oh. I, I hate it. it um, There's rhino people in it, too, and some yeah. kind of ram fella. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the visual... Like, production... You can tell they put a lot of money into it because the production in it is amazing. I'm oh, yeah, the sequel is bullshit. The sequel is bullshit. Is sequel, I'm told? Yeah, it's a direct video sequel in which they just gave up on the kangaroo theme completely. I'm seeing Kevin Smith's name on the cover. Not, no, not that it, Kevin it, it Smith. It can't be, right? Yeah. No, hey, Hercules Kel- uh, Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. Um, That's Kevin Sorbo. Oh, no, there was a Kevin Smith who played Ares. Oh, there's also a Kevin Smith on yeah. I, I went straight to Kevin Sorbo. Um, anyway, I've never seen that second one. So okay, I'm very, I'm very excited. I have a new movie to watch. This is very exciting. You probably might like it. Who knows? <laughs> I, I got a film. I'm going to love it. Number three. What are uh, three other directors you'd like to give the BOS treatment? Um, we can't even hint at that. I mean, John Woo we've talked about. We've talked sure. about John Woo. For sure. Um, He's not, I mean, he, uh, Stephen Chow, he doesn't direct all of his movies, but I think for sure we could do... Well, there's a good, movie. interesting, like Spielberg, there's an interesting trajectory of yeah. amazing, amazing... Well, the other thing with John Woo is I, I really think it wouldn't work because I think not... We, I mean, I guess that we don't necessarily always have to fit in the thing where you're the expert on the right. or reverse, but the thing with John Woo is, like, you're definitely the expert. You've seen more of his movies than I have. Right. But also... I think percentage-wise, I like more of his movies than you do. I think so. Because I definitely have much more sympathy for his American movies than you do. Yes. 
Probably. Um, look well, at well, no, I mean, like, here's the weird thing. I, I like Broken Arrow and, pay, and, and Face Off. Even what about Mission Impossible 2? I do not like Mission Impossible 2. I love Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 2 is great. Um, um, but I guess if you're talking about, like, the BOS treatment, which is one of us is the expert, one of us is not. Yeah. But we're going through a, a milieu of their work. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, we, we're both Coen Brothers fans. So yeah, we can't do that one. Yeah, that's the problem. Because we love the Coen Brothers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, how, Sam Raimi? How do you vote Sam Raimi? Which is which of us is the expert? Shit. Because again, that's another one I would argue with that we kind of have equal claim. It's true. Yeah. Um, wow. It's tough. That's a tough one. I mean, so let's let's forget that. Let's just do. Th- so let's count it as three. We would like to visit. explore. Yeah. Fully. Um, so John Woo is definitely one of them. Yeah, and I think there's an interesting trajectory of John Woo's career. Uh, yeah. Of like movies that I think are well, obviously groundbreaking for a reason that they get where they were brought over here. Yeah. Uh, to well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know who would be interesting, and I've I've only seen three of his movies at this point, but I I've loved all three of them, mm-hmm. um, and therefore I would be interested to watch all of them. I don't know how you feel about his overall filmography. Uh, Robert Altman, I, I think, would be very. Interesting. I need to really brush up on my Altman. Yeah. I feel like that's actually the hole in my movie going watching yeah. is really all, uh, watching and appreciating Robert Altman. Yeah. Um. The three I've seen are Popeye. Which I love. Popeye's amazing. Popeye's, Popeye's the so shit. Good. <laughs> eat shit if they don't like the Popeye. No, yeah, eat shit if you don't like Popeye. Popeye's so good. Popeye's um, fucking incredible. Popeye the Long Goodbye, which is also amazing. I still need to see that. It's, it's so good. And um, Secret Honor. Uh, do you know that movie? No. It's, it's 90 minutes. It is just Philip Baker Hall mm-hmm. giving a monologue as Richard Nixon. Yeah, um, post presidency, recording this crazy paranoid monologue into a tape recorder, and that's the whole movie. <laughs> and it's so good. Oh, that's cool. Um, uh, actually, you know what? Truth be told, yeah, Altman. I don't even. I can't even think of any other Robert Altman movies I've seen. It'd be, it would be us both exploring. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Actually, because yeah. I think Robert Altman deserves the exploration. Yeah, you um, know. So that, I mean, that's an idea. Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, we need one more. That's a good one too. I really. That's a great idea. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, uh, Rob Roltman's definitely one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, we can even go old school. Yeah, we're, we're do. like we can even do Hitchcock. I hate Hitchcock. Uh, so that's, uh, <laughs> we found it. We found it. I fucking hate Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, I love Hitchcock. <laughs> there it is, guys. <laughs> you ever heard of this movie, The Birds? It sucks. Um, you ever heard of this movie, Psycho? It's amazing. Now, Psycho, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we found it, guys. There it is. There's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Okay, that's number three. Um, um, number four. What are your comic book pull lists? Now, I have sad news. Uh, I at a certain point, uh, money-wise, I just couldn't afford to buy comics every week. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't read comics in, like, over a year. Which oh, wow. sucks, and I hate it. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll, I've got a new job. Hopefully, I'll be able to get back into the comics-buying game. So I have no pull list as of right now. What was the last thing you were reading before you had the The big out? ones, the ones that I was really into, uh, Ms. Marvel was was huge. I love that one. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. was amazing. Uh, the new one with uh, Kamala Khan, for those who aren't reading it, I assume it's still amazing. It's, no joke, one of the best runs yeah. I've ever read. Um... Uh, Ryan North Squirrel Girl I was very big into that one that was really awesome mm-hmm. uh, Walking Dead was still I was still reading Walking Dead uh, yeah I mean the the, the Squirrel Girl and, and Ms. Marvel were the two kind of big ones Bitch Planet uh, really great uh, Kelly mm-hmm. Sudaconic uh, yeah uh, oh and um, Captara which is a lesser known Chips at Arsenal huh. book that I doesn't nearly get enough credit it's so good it's it's um, 
So if you know Chip Zdarsky, and Sex Criminals also was definitely a big one for me. Oh, sure, sure. Um, so he, he draws Sex Criminals with um, Matt Fraction, and he, he, does, he does like a lot of cool, really weird books. And Kaptara is like, it's like a Chip Zdarsky book that he write, he wrote and drew, and it's like set on a different world. Like it's set on this like weird, cool alien world, and like the end, like they there's like this weird tribe of like weird, gross men that are like internet trolls, basically. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it's like it's super awesome. If you like sex criminals, definitely, definitely check out Captara. I don't, I don't even know if it's still going actually, <laughs> um, but I was big into that when I was, when I still have my pull list. Nice. And I don't know if I'm saying the title right. It's K A P T A R A. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, I, my pull list is kind of a little everywhere, but there are two books I've been really, really, really into recently, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of starting out, but I, they're my favorites of this year so far. Uh, one is, uh, Kelly Thompson's run on Hawkgirl, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Um, <laughs> and me? if you're a big fan of Matt Fraction and David Aja's run of a Hawkeye, oh, oh Hawkgirl, a- my bad. Yeah. I mean, uh, Kelly Thompson's run on Hawkgirl. I. Those are writing Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. So if you're a big fan of, of uh, Fraction and uh-huh. uh, Daha's run, yeah. David Aja's run of... Daha. Uh, it's called yeah. <laughs> David Aja. Daha. Uh, his, their run on, on Hawkeye. Which I am. Uh, this, I feel... Because there was a run that Jeff Lemire did that mm-hmm. I didn't bother, but this run... Yeah, I, I read the first issue. I was like, eh, not for me. <laughs> yeah. This, though, I feel is a, is the, is a spiritual... It's the real spiritual continuation. Oh, interesting. Because they're focusing entirely on Kate Bishop. Who I... Far prefer to Clint Barton. No offense to Clint Barton. No, that's fair. And it's done. It's it echoes Fraction's run yeah. without repeating it. I'm very Justin. Yeah, I even want to read this comic now. You very much intrigued me. It, the art's great. It, it's it's its own thing, but yet has a similar aesthetic to to David Aja's work. Yeah. Um, but definitely a little more kind of like filled in color, etc. But like it's it's just it's just good Kate Bishop. Yeah, I mean the the fraction run made Kate Bishop one of my favorite Marvel characters. Like, oh, you'll time. Uh, I uh, now now I want the you, really you'll st- you'll love this run. Now. It's really strong. And then the other one is uh, Motor Crush, um, which is from the creators of the uh, quote unquote Burnside Batgirl run. So it's Cameron Stewart, Babs Tar, and I know you. Uh, hold on, let me. Uh, and uh, Brendan Fletcher, which I know Emily's not. Fan of. I really hated that Burnside Batgirl. Run. I loved it. I, I mean, I only read the first issue, and I I had a visceral negative reaction. I, one of my favorites. Um, one of my favorites. Just and Babs Tar is just a great artist. Batgirl's um, on on Tinder now. It was the subtitle of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. sorry, I'm being I'm being I'm being unfair. No. I'm being unfair. Uh, but I, I, I didn't care for it. But a it, lot of people did. I don't I, I don't want to shit on it. It's a, but this book's really cool. It's basically kind of like uh, if if the Wachowskis. Speed Racer movie was your jam. Okay, well now you're <laughs> because the Wachowski Speed Racer movie definitely was my jam. This is a really fun. Kind of, it's it's about motocross racing in this in a in a cyberpunky cool anime future. Well, god damn it, Jeff. <laughs> Number five. Uh, so this one is specifically for me, and I'm afraid I'm gonna disappoint here. Emily, one of your favorite characters, Captain Marvel, right? Uh, talking about Carol Danvers specifically. What do you think of Civil War Two and her role in it? Like I said, I've been out of comics for a while, and I kind of hate event books, so I have not been reading Civil War Two, <laughs> and I actually have no idea what her role in it was, so I can't really answer that. Sorry. Number six. Oh, this, this, this is this one's for you. Okay, uh, Justin, do you like DC? You like DC Comics a lot, right? Arguably, I like I like both companies. Yeah, but of the two of us, you definitely lean more towards DC. I, I definitely won't. Truth be told, I, a Marvel kid, really. Oh really? Well, but but I'm a guy who loved DC as much. I, I've yeah, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, as a, uh, uh, between us two, you're I do. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, please discuss convoluted DC continuity to the best of your knowledge. 
Uh, how much time we got? I think we're running out of time. (laughs) I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. Fuck me! 30 seconds, I'm gonna time it, and I I need you to get as convoluted as possible. Okay, great. Ready? Front butt. Uh Uh-huh. You have to start at a place where... Start start with a reference that I would understand. Okay. As someone who is firmly a Marvel girl and, and doesn't know DC... Barely at all. Okay. And get as convoluted as you can from there. Got Ready, it. Uh-huh. Steady, go. So after the death of, like, Superman, there were, like, four other Supermans, kind of, sort of. Not really. None of them were actually Superman. Superman showed up a little bit again. Later, after his uh, resurrection for some sort of machine, anyway, who? Um, while that time, also, Batman, like, got his back broken, so there was also another seconds. Batman. And then after that, uh, there was another Green Lantern who was not Hal Jordan, because Hal Jordan went fucking crazy, bug shit reason. And then they killed all the fucking Greenland and so it was just Kyle Rayner for a while Five seconds. and then uh, Wonder Woman Four, I guess lost her prize three, at some point and then I think two, I forgot well anyway one, um shit dead. that's not bad thank you <laughs> um number seven what are your thoughts on my th- uh, three of my favorite things RC Cola Taco Bell and Uncle Buck let's be really fast about these thoughts yeah RC Cola uh enjoy it it's my, it's my second choice to Pepsi uh Coke is number three well I mean Dr. Pepper is kind of a wild card that can just insert itself in there <laughs> anyway. but also I'm not drinking soda anymore uh so sadness as well uh you, your thoughts on RC Cola um give it to I could take it or leave it okay. I'm fine with it yeah Taco Bell uh guilty pleasure uh, I, I, I enjoy Taco Bell quite a bit. I feel no guilt about it. I especially, uh, To me, the height of decadence is going to a combination of Taco Bell and pizza and ordering a personal pan pizza and a side of nachos and then dipping the crust in the nacho cheese. That being said, my shit, Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Cheesy Gordita Crunch is great. Mm-hmm. Also, highly recommend the Taco Bell app. You can really <laughs> you can really chop and screw the, the, the recipes on there. Mm-hmm. It, you, I, you hit, hit me up on Twitter, and I will, I will tell you how to make uh, basically a California burrito within the Taco Bell menu for like three bucks. It's great. Nice. <laughs> um, and Uncle Buck. Fucking great. great Fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love John Candy? Yeah. Assholes don't like Jack. That's Buck. right. Uh, <laughs> for Uncle Buck content, find the episode of Cool Games Inc. where Nick Robinson reveals he's no, he has no idea what Uncle Buck is, and Griffin McElroy screams at him in anger. For <laughs> uh, number eight, what's the deal with Phil Vecchio? Like the real deal. Uh, Phil Vecchio, for those who don't know, is a host of a few other shows on the, on the Benny Network. I can't answer that. I've known Phil for a very long time. He was literally my small group instructor, my Bible study small group instructor when I was like 14. That's how long I've known Phil. Um,. Yeah, Phil's a, he's an he's an interesting character. Um, I can't answer that question, uh, unfortunately, though. Uh, just listen to Radio Burnham Man, which is uh, co-hosted by Phil Vecchio, to get that answer. I ha- I I can't answer that one. Uh, yeah, uh, straight up. Justin is your name. I forgot your name for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really losing. <laughs> steam. Um. Yeah. Uh, let's end the show. Yeah. Right. Move recommendations. Quick. Well, real quick. Uh, did you see Kong? Uh, no, I want to. It's awesome. I want to very badly. But it's... also, I want to play Breath of the Wild for like a full 24 I hours, so think... that's what I'm doing with my day off instead fair of enough. seeing Kong's Kalana tomorrow. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, um, it sounds like it. I can't wait. Uh, I still haven't seen Logan either. I gotta see both of those. Okay. Um, um, uh, old movie I saw, BMX Bandits. Oh, you saw BMX Bandits, uh, the first movie with Nicole Kidman in it. The first cool movie with Nicole Kidman in it. It is uh, stupid. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dumb. Uh-huh. You should probably watch it, though. Okay, yeah. The title's BMX Bandits. <laughs> uh, um, okay, I unfortunately have not been out to the movies a lot late, uh, recently, um, especially since we recorded our uh, our last episode kind of closer to this one than usual. Yeah, we wanted to make sure we got this one out in um, time. <laughs> so for my, I'm going to give two old ones, and then I'm just going to co-sign our new one, because I did see Get Out, and holy shit, that movie is amazing. Right! Everyone goes to go out. Legit, it might be, it's like the best horror movie of the last ten years, at least. Like, it's so it's, good. It's, I... 
I can't think of another one as great as this one. Get Out I, is incredible. Um, yeah. Everyone go see that movie. It's uh, it's amazing. Um, so then for my old movie recommendations, I had two, and I forgot what one was, so maybe I just have one. Um, my first one, and this might be hard to find, I'm not, I'm not going to say to go illegally find an illegal stream of this movie. I'm just saying you probably could. <laughs> um, and that is the Animal Crossing movie. Um, for those who don't know, they made, they made it a movie based on the Animal Crossing series of video games. Um, and here's the thing. Uh, I was concerned going into this film as a fan of the Animal Crossing uh, games. Because I thought, oh, I was worried they just wouldn't know what to do with that movie. Mm -hmm. uh, and they would try to invent some weird plot that wouldn't really fit right to the universe. But let me tell you, it's perfect. It is... I'll be warned, like, not a lot happens in this movie. Is it an animated film? Yeah. Okay. It's an animated film. Uh, not a lot happens in this movie in the same way that not a lot necessarily happens in Animal Crossing the game. <laughs> but it, it really, it covers, like, the tropes of the game super well and in a super fun way. Mm. And it, it, it perfectly hits that exact same spot that the game's hit, which is just a very soft, soothing, relaxing time. And you know what's, you know what's a weird thing I'm going to warn you now that's not in the movie? There's no plot at all about about working to pay off Tom Nook, which I think which I think was actually a smart choice. Um, so uh, watch the Animal Crossing movie if you can find it. It's very good. That's my old recommendation. I can't remember what the other one was. I've I've got clue. Would you say that the Animal Crossing movie might be one of the, if not the best video game adaptation? Well, you're forgetting about Super Mario Brothers from 1994, which is one of the <laughs> of greatest, recent time, which is one of the greatest films ever made of recent time. of this millennium. Yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are our rec recommends. The recommends, yeah. Justin, what do you want to plug? <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, the energy is gone, so I'm gonna make this quick. I told free. you I was loopy today. You are. I know. This is um. At least you're. I was ready for it. Um. Yeah. Steel is my other old movie recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. Um. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at JustinKeysOn, Instagram at JustinQuiz. Of course, still making video a day. Um, Agents of Guard, uh, of course, still uh, the site's still up, and I'm still playing and writing stuff. But there's some great content already on there, including a possible uh, write-up from somebody I knew who uh, saw Baby Driver, and I hate this person. What? Yeah. Someone has seen Baby Driver that you know. Yeah. Can I? Can I if I okay. I know you are like friends with this person probably. Yes, and yes, you, yes. You're probably not wanting to help me in this plan. Mm -hmm. Can uh, what would be the best way to murder this person? And then oh. eat their brains so that the knowledge of the movie is then in my brain. Easy, because I know where this person works. I'm okay. That I'll be a civil man and leave that off the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I recorded just yesterday uh, uh, an episode of Geek KO, uh, <laughs> the trivia uh, geek show uh, that uh, my old pal Justin. Uh, also, uh, another Justin who hosts and uh, who hosts that show, and I am the end boss challenger. Uh, I've done a couple versions of the previous show that they did. One was called Super Geek Supreme, where I did Marvel Cinematic Universe and Fantastic Four. This time, I've come roaring back to talk about my biggest guilt: Power Rangers. Why is that guilty? Because I'm ashamed of knowing too much about Power Rangers. No, Power Rangers is a, is a good franchise. Well, yes and no. Be proud of who you are. <laughs> Fair. You know what? I what is it? Because like the show, I'm more of a fan. The reality is, I'm more of a fan of the Japanese uh, source sure. material. Yeah, Sentai, yeah. Super Sentai. But Power Rangers is a thing that, went, of course, I watched it when I got it as a kid. Of course, of course, I was obsessed with it, like most '90s kids at the time. I was very into Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, real quick, favorite favorite Ranger. 
Um, here, here's the weird thing. I, I don't ask me to defend this because I only, I don't remember, I don't remember details of any of the Rangers specifically, mm -hmm. other than the Green Ranger was the bad boy. Yes. Um, but my favorite Ranger, and the Ranger that I, uh, most wanted to be, which is probably telling of how my life went, uh -huh. developments later, was the Yellow Ranger. Huh. Yeah. There, there are, there are levels that I, I, I... I could bring that up about right now. <laughs> I don't remember any details about it. I just remember thinking she was cool and wanting to be here. Right. Um, ain't nothing wrong with Trini's awesome. <laughs> uh, there we go. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite ranger? Uh, I'm fucking boring, Jason. <laughs> the red, the, the, red, the ranger. red ranger. Yeah. Red ranger. I'm boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there we go. That'll come out uh, the week the movie comes out. Yeah. Uh, March 24th. So be on the lookout for Geek KO. Geek KO. Yes. Um, for my plugs, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at VeryCoolEmily. Uh, check out BenVNetwork.com for all the great shows on there. I host some other ones like Shut Up Leonard. Might be some new developments there coming soon. Nice. Um, and Popsicles, they're all there on BenVNetwork.com. Uh, and I'm also gonna I'm, I'm gonna be guessing on a little show you might not have heard of called Geek Chaos. What? Um, yeah. What a kawanka dunk! <laughs> uh, it's not out right now, but it'll drop in April. Uh, I'll be on the episode after Justin's episode talking about the Fast and the Furious, uh, a franchise that I really love and enjoy. Favorite member of Dom's crew? Oh, Han for sure. Yeah, it's Han. <laughs> Um, number two is Giselle. Number three, uh, I don't know if you count him as part of Dom's crew, mm -hmm. but Hobbs, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are very good movies. Check out the check out. You know my plug. Check out Fast Five. It's a good. <laughs> um, I do love me some Han. Han's the shit. Han is so good. <laughs> yeah. And he was he uh, he was in um, Better Luck Tomorrow, which means uh, he's uh, could maybe has visited my high school because it was filmed there. That character is guaranteed. Cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was not one of the high school students, though, so maybe not. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm falling apart. All right, all right, wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> what was I gonna? I had a thing that oh, I'm gonna get roasted in the in, in, when they challenge me because it's a known weakness because I talked about this in a past episode uh, of past appearance on that show mm -hmm. that I don't know cars despite oh, despite, oh, despite oh. loving the Fast and the Furious franchise I both know nothing about and kind of despise knowing things about cars so I've got a really I, I've got I, a really easy weak point when, when they when they challenge me because when they challenge you on this show the thing that 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 I know because they I get it you have to get to get me yeah. is that you they ask you the minutia yeah. that you never pay attention to so huh. they're gonna ask you on what model and there's gonna... no way in hell I'm gonna know any of this <laughs> so w w look forward to me getting my ass roasted uh, <laughs> on GKO um, talking about the Fast and the Furious franchise uh, which a franchise I do love despite my hatred of cars <laughs> um, and uh, Go to, go to BenViewNetwork.com slash Spielberg next month for our next month's episode, which will be about... Do you know what it's about? No. Munich. Okay. We'll see you then. I'm sleeping now.
Hi, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are the hosts of Radio Brendo Man on the Benview Network. We talk about all kinds of stuff on our podcast. Like what? Like toys and movies and video games and books and other stuff. Poo. Talk about poo? Definitely talk about poo. And you, if, you, if that sounds cool to you and we talk about it every week, go to RadioBrendo.com or go to our page on BenviewNetwork.com. And yeah, thanks a lot. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.